Alright, you ready? Yeah. Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But are you a beginner or a big old kook? There is a difference, you know. And since there's many ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason for this podcast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris. I'm Coach F. And we started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And today we got a topic for you. We talk about this all the time. Yeah, really we do. We even tried to do it last night, but I was way too twisted for it. <laughs> so I had to bail mid midway through. Speaking of bailing, I really do think that some people feel like that's the right way to finish their wave. Right, so we're talking about the end of the wave, the end of your ride, what happens at the end. Right, and it shouldn't be a bail. It's not a jump into the white water because that's where the most water cushion is. Uh, it's it's really no disconnect from your board whatsoever, and there's a few ways to do it. So we'll walk we'll walk you through it like our best we can. Um, all right. What's what, would you consider this finishing a wave if you're if you're going down the line and say you're you're trying to straighten out and then you get off balance and then you're going down and you fa- you fall off the side of the board and then hold on to both rails? I think it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Yeah, it's not ideal. I would say that's the very bottom of the barrel as far as finishing yeah. your waves go. Yeah. Uh, if if it is even considered that. I feel like it's at least it's at least a, a, a cognizance of the fact that you're falling and you don't want to lose your board. So in that sense, I'm kind of like proud of it when I see someone do it. You know, like, all right, don't just go down in a flailing mess, but try and grab your board on the way down. You know. Right. Uh, but yeah, ideally, you know, the the next level up would be straightening out and maintaining balance, and then you know basically reverse stand up, compress, compress, compress until your hands can touch the board, and then you'll be able to control the rest of the sit, the process where you just kind of straddle the board and drop Look, your legs into yeah, the water. Lower yourself down onto the board in the sitting position. Right, right. And then you're ready to do a sitting turn in any direction you need to. Right, keeping it all connected, like from the dismount to the sitting turn to the paddling technique. You know, we'll get to it later, but like this is, these are the pieces to the continuum. And the kick out or the dismount is a major part of that. Absolutely. So, all right, so now that we know what a, a okay, dismount well, is or a finish is. Finish, another finish, like what we do every time is basically a kick out. Oh, right, turning, right. Turning out of the wave off onto the shoulder and then out the back right and ideally like kind of have jumping down onto your board and into the prone paddling position maintaining your momentum out the back of the wave and just Mm -hmm. shooting right back out right right okay so yeah let's like to summarize that first part of this this little discussion is you have the I'm falling shit I don't want to lose my board though so I'm gonna grab onto it as I fall a little bit better would be to straighten out instead of lose your balance and then compress yourself so that you can grab your board and lower yourself down, straddle the board. Call that a beginner's dismount, right? Yeah, shut it down, put the brakes on. 
then you're right into your sitting turn, paddling out the back. And then taking it even a step further would be to be riding your wave and see that the end of the wave is coming and before you lose your exit point, before the wave completely closes out or finishes, you kind of turn off the wave just a second or two earlier and and that's what we call a kick out and while straight into paddling. Speed while you still yeah, that's kind of crucial. Like it's it's this in advance kind of awareness. You know, you see this closeout section coming and instead of getting straightened out by it or getting like swiped off your feet, you're turning over the lip line before it closes down. Right. All right, cool. So, let's talk about why do we do this? Like why do you need to finish your waves? Cuz I've actually been asked by people like, "Oh, you know, why?" And I thought it was pretty obvious, but I guess not. So we'll talk about it. All right, just just going back to board control, the basic surfing fundamentals. You want to be able to control your board the whole time. Right. So why not at the end of each and every wave? Yeah. I mean, the way I always look at it is like board control for safety, of course. Yes, I feel like that's the most obvious reason for safety of you, for safety of others. If the board's in your control, it's way less likely to hurt anybody. But just it, this aesthetically think of like say a ballet dancer or or well dancers a good one they do this beautiful recital you know it's all choreographed they have every step down they practice and then imagine they take their bow and fall flat on their face or or walk off the stage and trip you know and it like it taints that whole beauty and elegance of them and that that perception you have to now being like oh they're a little clumsy too though it taints everything in, in before that wow did you see that nosedive <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness well it just popped up oh my goodness and then we just almost have a person running into a rock we're just sitting in front of this rocky right hander in montauk and we are having a blast just <laughs> watching and commentating Oh, just talk about how fin you finish a wave. Yeah, this is perfect. This is some great motivation and talking points right there. But what were we just saying? Uh, so we were saying like why we finish our waves, safety, aesthetic. Another one I can think of is just to get out of the way, which I guess you could say is sort of a safety thing, but it's like it's a preemptive safety thing, you know? Like being quick about your finish, or not even quick, just prompt and decisive about it, and then moving right into you know, paddling it back out to the outside, it's, it's, uh, it's just good to be out of that danger zone, out of the impact zone, because not only do waves break there, but surfers are coming towards there too. That's why you're there, because you just surf there. The sooner the better. Yeah, sooner the better. So you really just want to like boogie on out of there. Uh, and again, just like it's, it's like efficiency too, because the longer you're on the inside and dealing with whitewaters, the more you're sapping energy from you and, and achieving very little for it. Right, getting pushed way in if you're disconnected from the board and having to go under white waters and just get pushed in the shore, pushed in the shore. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times as you're breaking into the impact zone, it's, you know, the set's still happening and it just puts you in the worst case right. scenario as opposed to just kicking out of the back of the wave and then feeding the next wave of the set and just getting, getting out of that danger zone. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, so another one I think of like why we do it is because, well, we don't have a leash on, you know, so you yes. absolutely have to do it. And hopefully if it's pretty obvious to you if you're at that level where you're not surfing with a leash. <laughs> but you know, I see some people experimenting with the no leash thing and still not practicing their dismounts or, or kickouts or at least, you know, like before they're not wearing a leash and their first, there goes David. 
and their first session maybe without a leash is like maybe some tiny small day so they're thinking oh I'm not really gonna lose my board or the board right. won't go very far and then it actually does you know they they fall on a little wave and without any consciousness of the board whatsoever they just flop backwards or 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 jump <laughs> their typical you know move and lose their board and it doesn't take much for a, a floating 10 foot 9 foot board to bob all the way in to the beach and slam a rock or someone's head oh, definitely. so if you definitely. dare surf without a leash you better be pretty confident in your kick out super diligent I'm holding on to the board do it like at a beach break when nobody's around mm. <laughs> and yeah, just just play it, play it super safe when you're when you're first breaking into the no leash game for sure. Yeah, if yeah. anybody's around, it's not your day to like start practicing. Right, riding right. Riding without a leash. Don't even bother. You gotta Ride find that spot. Ride with a leash, but act like you don't have the leash on. Yeah, seriously, it's not like you can't start practicing with your leash on. You know, like don't ever let that thing pull tight. Don't ever let the board out of your contact, whether it's your, your belly, your core, or your feet, or your hands. Something should always be connected to the board and in control. So if, if, you, uh, if you feel your leash pull tight, you failed the leash test. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a nice little wave going Yeah, what? A little gem. This, I think she's just practicing on a new board right here because she normally surfs a lot better. You know, do you recognize her? That just was on her knees. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Anyways, getting right back to her. Yeah. Uh, you got any more in mind? Why do we? Why finish your wave nicely? Why? Why complete your ride? Why? Why do we do it? Yeah, just like you said, aesthetically, that was your first point just aesthetically to, to wrap up a good ride and to, go, to complete a ride. It's, you want to end with your board in your hands in the sitting position or already in the paddling position. Mm -hmm. um, you also want to end with your board so that you can quickly turn around and jam back through the impact zone and to not get caught. Totally, and you know what I just was thinking? Like we always talk about when we teach, we teach for competency and confidence. You know, and one of the ways that you gain confidence uh, in the ocean, there's a few, you know, there's a few skills that are so important to just give you the confidence to be a little bit more proactive in the ocean. And one of those things is like a good dismount or a good kick out. You know, when you have that and you know you can do it, it just, it, you, especially as you get better at it, you ride your waves out longer and longer knowing that you have a good kick out or knowing you have a good dismount. Right. You can ride closer to danger like a rock or the shore and then use a, a, a nice, strong, assertive kick out or dismount, whatever it may be, um, to finish your ride. And that's, that's like major confidence, you know? Absolutely. Or in crowds, you know? And if, even if you have a straight runway down the line, there might be some people. And that can give you a spook if you, if you feel like once you get your board going, you don't know how to stop it. Right. Um, so it, it confidence, is, it comes from having a good, strong kick out. So practice that kick out when you don't need it. Practice it every time. Kickouts, ditz mounts. Yeah, all different situations, you know, like just be diligent, like we were saying, like try try to do a whole session without losing your board and that'll that'll right. show you like how how many weaknesses in board control you have. Right, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I tend to see that when the section closes out. That's where people really struggle to uh, to control their board. 
when right. they miss the closeout section, the kick out over the closeout, and they get either straightened out or most often swiped out. You know, like the board gets taken out from their the, under their feet. Yeah, start early starts either straightening out like and I think it's a good way to practice kind of like doing a good hard carve too. Yeah, yeah You're that's going true. Going down the line, okay, redirection, look towards the beach and kind of lay lay your board on rail and just really get comfortable at at any time flying down the line. Oh, somebody's dropping on in on me. I'm not going to get close to him. Boom, veer and straighten off to right, the beach. Right, right, right. Yeah. Here comes a section. I'm not going to make it right to the last minute. Straighten out towards the beat. Yep. Sit down quickly. Um, just keep doing it in every sort of situation. Right on. Again and again, get the reps in. It's it's a perfect. It's one of those things to practice on like bad days. You know, if there's not long rides or great waves. I mean, I I gotta catch myself here. You should be practicing it every day. But it's one of those things that you can specifically practice when the waves don't look so good. You can still catch your wave, drop in, and then dismount. Or right. catch a wave, drop in, and try to kick out before it closes out. You know, and just over and over and over again. Just the other day, it was really good, like, when it's peaky A-frames and there's really not much of a line or a shoulder on the wave. Mm. But you have a nice steep drop, so you can just practice a nice drop and then right into your kick out. Yeah. Boom, one after another. And like you were saying, almost like taking that, practicing your carving, too, just by setting your rail and continuing that rail set up the face of the wave and over the lip line. Pushing through, yes. You know the way that I learned how to do like a good kick out was when I was a kid one time I there was this day and I remember I was really scared you know and I I decided that okay I'm gonna get a wave and I'm gonna get well I was really scared of getting caught inside. I was actually pretty brave or confident about riding the waves. I mean you know a little nervous. But like most of all, I was so terrified of like kicking off a wave or finishing a wave or bailing, whatever I was doing at that point in my life, <laughs> and coming up and finding a set looming on me. Yeah. And just like, man, that thought was just like getting me so like under my skin, I just couldn't bear it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna catch a wave and then right away I'm just gonna get off of it. I'm just gonna turn over the top, go right in paddling position and paddle out the back real fast before a wave comes. And it wasn't even because I was trying to practice a kick out or get a, get to be a better surfer. It was strictly because I was terrified of getting cleaned up. Just survival mode. Yeah, and uh, I so I go out there and I'm sticking to my plan. You know, I'm catching waves, dropping in, and bottom turn right to kick out, even though there was plenty more wave to ride. Yeah. And then maybe I got a little braver and I pushed it a section or two further down the line. And the long story short is that eventually I taught myself a kick out and like how to not get caught by the closeout section because I started so early at first yeah. and started doing it over the wave long before I needed to. But then gaining like the confidence and the wherewithal and the, the comfort of how my board works under my feet and where my feet need to be to do that kind of a thing right. so that I could push it further and further towards the closeout section until I would surf every bit of the wave until I got every last section of it and then kicked out just in time to escape the closeout. Right. And, and that's how I learned to kick out. And that's how I tell a lot of people to work on it. Don't wait to the end of the wave and do it the way we're doing it. Do it sooner. And yeah. then as you get better at it, you'll be able to push it further and further down the line. Do it while you still have speed. That was another point, of course, yes. we always make. Yeah. Um, it's just the board is so much harder to control and make it do something when it's at a low speed. It's so much less stable. Mm. Um, and what else? 
else. I just had something on my mind, but let's just keep chatting and it might come back. All right. Well, I was just going to wrap it up and say, like, in conclusion, like, this is, I kind of hinted at it before, but this is like a piece of the continuum. You know, we call what we teach the surf continuum because you're trying to have this cyclical, like, effortless, seamless surfing, you know, and what we believe is that that cycle is all fundamental skills. It's paddling technique, it's sitting turns, it's rail sets, it's corks, it's, it's the very basic skills you're doing to basically catch waves and then paddle back out and uh, catch another one. But the kick out, especially the, beginning with the dismount but evolving into the kick out is such a vital part of that continuum to, to create the continuity from riding a wave into getting back out and into another wave. And the better and better you make that kick out, the more seamless your entire sessions will be, the more connected they will be, and the more, the more waves you're ultimately gonna get. Right, you start doing laps, you start getting into that rhythm where you're hitting, checking all the box. If you're checking all those three fundamentals, good strong paddling, board control, and a solid stand-up, then you're, you're, you're gonna see, you're gonna see your, your surfing start to evolve into that circle, that completed circle yeah. that that we're all after. I, and I don't think a lot of people like really think about their surfing in that way. Right. And I don't think so. I think it's all about riding a wave, you know, and there's very little attention to how you get the wave and how you get back out through the waves to get your next wave. Right. You know, that's like the big gap everyone's missing and that you can see it in people surfing. Like, even the catching the wave and riding, it's a struggle because they're not really caring about the rest of it. One thing we, it, that might have been what I was thinking was like, you were talking about like figuring out just in general foot, foot placement when you're trying to like rip, rip out the back and do a real carving kick out, your back foot goes way back. You yeah. Know, let's just clear that up. I yes, yes, yes. I think a lot yes. of people just, they try to turn out and their weight is too far forward. Boom, and they're just bogging the rail, bogging the rail every single time they try it. Right, oh right. Oh my gosh, little guy. What's up, you little pups? Peach dogs, peach dogs, terrorizing. Back Tearing through our camp. Oh my goodness. Oh, right, some yeah. orange rind snack. All right. Take it from the road. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so close those gaps up, peeps. Nice seamless surfing. Complete the circle. Complete it. Make a nice exclamation point at the end of your ride. All right. In a good way, not a not a big old <laughs> monkey fuck. <laughs> monkey fuck yard sale. Yeah. Running people over. Let's tighten it up. Right on. No, not at all. Not at all. If you're not subscribed to the KookCast, you are kooking it. You need to get on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory platform and hit their subscribe button. And then while you're there, you hit the rating and reviews and just give us a little love. Hell yeah. Thanks for tuning in, peeps. Catch you next week. Catch you next week. Woo! Woo! Oh, no. Okay, so you know who that is, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's our buddy. Dicky Dick Johnson. <laughs> oh, look at their fucking ill-behaved dogs running all over everybody's shit. And they don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, oh, oh, fuck. The one little guy is pretty cute, though. Yeah, he is. I even like the boxer.